They were down 17. If you listen to the announcers, this game was written off at halftime. And then with about 13 minutes left to go, IU said, oh, we should win this. And went on a tear, beating Michigan, moving on to play today against Illinois, which is not an easy thing to do. Tony Katz, 93, WIBC, good morning. Is this team always been there under the surface and we didn't know it? JMV joins us right now from 107.5 The Fan, 93.5 every day from 3 to 7 uh, p.m. And JMV uh, in, in, hey, this is a big victory that means a lot. This was a big victory that means a lot, man. Yeah, Mike Woodson said yesterday, Tony, that this was the biggest win in the IU program's history in a while. And the first thing you think about is, oh, seriously? But nah, he's right. In like the last four or so years, it was because their NCAA tournament hopes, which they've been out of for the past five years, are hanging in the balance. And they stayed alive in trying to get into the NCAA tournament. And things look bleak. You watched them in the first half. It was an effortless, a listless effort from most of those guys, with exception of a couple. And then it started the same way, Tony, in the second half yesterday against Michigan, and then everything kind of changed. They really ramped up the defense, and I think that was probably what was the key there. Ramped up the defense. Michigan went through an eight-minute span in which they did not score, and IU took a lead, held on to it, and won in amazing fashion. Trace Jackson Davis, uh, 24 points uh, in total, 19 of them in the second half. Uh, The the defensive effort, the shutting down of, of, of Michigan, no matter where they were, they, were, they weren't shooting threes, they, they, they weren't able to come inside. This was kind of stunning to watch. It was two games in one game. So the question is, is this the team that's always been there? Or is this a team that, well, just decided to have a moment and got lucky one time against Michigan? No, I think that what what you saw in really both teams, in IU and Michigan, is their Jekyll and Hyde flavor. They've been the entirety of the year. They can give you moments like IU did at home against Purdue, like Michigan did against IU going back to January when they ran them out of Assembly Hall by 18 points. They have their moments where, Tony, they look fantastic, where they looked apart as one of the better teams in the conference, but then they'll revert back to those moments when certainly they're not, where they turn the ball over, where the effort's not there, where they're discombobulated defensively, where they stand around offensively and certainly miss a lot of shots. IU kicked up the D, started getting themselves some confidence because Michigan was scoring at will in the first half and then into the second half. Once IU kicked up that defense, Michigan reverted back to that whole Jekyll and Hyde thing where they could not throw it in the ocean. And I think that is just a great description out of both of those two teams. The whole Forrest Gump line of, you know, uh, it's a, life's like a box of chocolates. You don't know what you're going to get. That's with both of those teams and specifically IU. And we'll see what we get with the Hoosiers and the one seed Illinois coming up at 1130 this morning. Let's discuss that. Talking to JMV from 107.5, the fan, 3 to 7 p.m. 3 to 7, right? That's the show? Uh, 3 to 6. I just, I just hang around until they say, you know what? We've had enough of you. Would you get the hell out of here? 3 so. to 3.15, uh, JMV <laughs> on 107.5, the fan. Let's talk about Illinois. They are the number one seed. It's been a, a, a solid season. And th- this this would be the oh my gosh story more than anything else if they're able to get past illinois what is kind of game do they play and what are iu's chances 
Well, we can look at it two different ways. Oftentimes, these games where a team gets a running start, gets some confidence, some positivity, scores a win, plays, sees shots go in in a tournament like this, it works kind of like we have seen in the NFL wildcard round where the wildcard teams get off the ground, do some things, win, feel good about it, and then the divisional round winner, when they get them at home, they kind of come out a little bit flat-footed. You can look for that maybe from Illinois, and that would be great for IU if that would be the case. But there's also the other side of this. And we saw this yesterday with Northwestern and Iowa. Sometimes when you win like Northwestern did the previous night, you come out and you get boat raced by that team. And that's what IU has to stay away from. You have to stay even keel. And it would behoove them if they came out today and knocked down some early shots, built that early confidence, and then kind of made that into an NFL wild card type of game to where that one seed, in this case Illinois, is constantly trying to chase down open jumpers, confidence, maybe a lack of defense. All this stuff plays a role, but it could go either way. IU just has to come out and get started early, and I think offensively, coming out and getting started early is going to be the big, biggest key for that biggest fighting Illini. The win against Michigan puts them most feeling like they're on the edge of the bubble, but on the inside edge of the bubble. Winning against Illinois puts them in. We're, we're not even. That's. I don't think that's even yep. a, a, a question. If you, if you were an odds placing man, the odds that they, this team can do it. Yes. Well, I mean, yeah. They they are as of right now. The projections say they're in. But they're in a precarious position. They are in as in the last of the last four in. And there are two teams that are predicted in in front of them that have already lost. So they're not going to make any ground on Xavier. They're not going to make any ground on Wake Forest. Those teams have already lost. And they are predicted to be in front of them. So what you have to watch beyond just IU and Illinois today, as they're on the fringe of this tournament and getting in for the first time in forever, is teams like SMU for example, like Dayton, for example, who have yet to play. Virginia Tech, who played last night um, and beat Notre Dame, that Virginia Tech team is also in the neighborhood on the bubble. You have to watch those teams, and for IU fans, you have to hope that those teams lose. Now, IU, as you mentioned, and rightly so, you beat Illinois, you punch your ticket, you're absolutely in. That's the easiest way to go about it and not have to worry about it. But let's just face it, they're going to worry. If they lose today and then some of these other teams like SMU, for example, win, they're going to be sweating this bad boy out coming up on Selection Sunday. JMV from 107.5 The Fan. He doesn't do from 3 to 7. He only goes from 3 to 6. It's, <laughs> that's, that seems pretty easy to me. Uh, <laughs> Somebody just sends you a text? Just just, just three hours? Is that No, no, no. No one sent me a text. I just... I got it wrong. I'll get it right. It's just that easy. But just three hours a day. Let me let me tell you this. Let me give you credit because we're friends. But I am. I love the fact that you are deep digging on the sports right now, man. Look at this versatile dude, right? I had no idea you had this level of versatility in you. I'm proud. I'm like a proud pop right here. So I, I got to tell you, it's it's not versatility. Uh, the sports guys have decided to step into my world, and they suck at it. So I decided oh. to step into their world and be good at it, and then I'm going to crush them like the bitches they are. That's exactly. No, no. Listen, dude, that's even better. Yeah. You're getting revenge. God. Hey, a pissy Tony Cat is a freaking great Tony Cat. I'm I putting love heads him. on pikes, baby. They're all Ned Stark to me. <laughs> That's, I love it, man. That's how it goes. It, it, even the guys in Indy, they, they work with us. Screw it. I'm coming for you, too. Just so you know. 
Just so you know, it's uh, it's the way it's going to go. It's going to be a rough I time. I don't, I don't dive into your realm. I don't know anything about politics and news, and I'm cool with that. So, and in that case, no you are safe. In that case, I will not Ukraine you. <laughs> you got it, brother. Wait, you don't yeah, even I mean, get the. Do you get the reference at least? I didn't. No. All right. What, see, what was it? And that's why you're safe. 